Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. Not everybody Jesus met on the Via Dolorosa was a public official. Jesus also met ordinary persons like you and me. One such was Simon of Cyrene. All gospel writers tell us about his encounter with Simon of Cyrene, who was a North African from Cyrene near Libya. He was on his way in from the country early in the morning when he came upon the mob on their way to Golgotha to crucify Jesus. And the soldiers forced Simon to carry the cross of Jesus. Simon stands for all of us who travel a long and difficult road. Here he is early in the morning, walking and coming in from the country. We do not know where he was going or for what purpose was his journey. But we know what it means to have to wake up early and make a long and difficult journey on foot. He was not riding a horse or a chariot. He was walking. Many of us know what that feels like. And on top of that, he was given a heavy burden to carry, not his own burden, but because those in positions of power felt that they wanted to and could oppressively put a load on Simon. Therefore, Simon of Cyrene represents us at the foot of the cross, those of us who have been unfairly dealt with, who carry a burden not our own, and not because we deserve it, but because others have the power to put a burden on us and they may even do so for sport. We live in a world that casts disproportionate burdens on people whom they make victims of unjust action and there is nothing we can do but to endure it. There are over, they are overwhelming in numbers and in their violence and strength. This, via, this episode on the Via Dolorosa is an indication that the cross includes that reality of unjust suffering, of abusive and oppressive and arbitrary use of power. Those who are the gatekeepers are blinded to this reality. But the scene that leads to Simon being unfairly treated and being abused by those with power is reminiscent of something quite common in our world, the misbehavior of law enforcement. The scene captures the soldiers creating a mock enthronement and a mock procession. The purple robe 
the crown of thorn, striking Jesus the prisoner with their fists and throwing in Simon of Cyrene as prop to carry the cross behind Jesus. Simon's purpose is not to help the prisoner, but to complete the drama. All of it is to complete their mockery of Jesus, whom they are ironically hailing as king of the Jews. But this is something that, that law enforcement does. We may call it torture, if we wish, or extrajudicial. The scene reminds us that they know who to pick on and what is in keeping with the existing social contours, who are the weak fences and what they can get away with. I do not believe that they picked Simon because he was African, but they picked him randomly, that he was walking, he was African walking in from far away in the country is the kind of giveaway of his social location. The point is that there is a place in the Via Della Rosa to Dolorosa to think about these things and to connect it with what Jesus did on the cross. Simon is an easily overlooked detail, but profoundly significant. I want to draw some lessons about what we who have been unfairly treated, whose freedoms have been interrupted, we who have been abused, can take away from this encounter with Jesus and Simon on the Via Dolorosa. The first thing is that there is no chance or incidental or accidental encounter with Jesus, which is just that. You could argue that Simon was at the wrong place at the wrong time, that they just picked him out of the blue to carry the cross of Jesus, or that it was the malfeasance of the soldiers. Yet that chance encounter chained changed Simon's life forever and for good. That chance encounter changed the trajectory and profile of his life and gave him an undeniable historical significance. It made him known. First of all, his name is included in the story. Most of the actors in the crucifixion story are unnamed. Secondly, the name of his children and his family came to be known by the church all over the world. Notice that it says here, Simon, the father of Rufus and Alexander. And again in Romans 16, the, verse 13, among a list of the people Paul greeted, he says, greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me also. Mark is writing to the church in Rome. The fact that he refers to Rufus and Alexander means that they would have been known to his audience. And Paul adds the kind of mother they had, a mother to me also. 
The clear indication is that what started out as a chance encounter on the Via Dolorosa resulted in an entire family becoming devout Christians who continue to carry the cross behind Jesus. This really provides us a perspective on our suffering. It does not excuse suffering or explain away evil. It points to the possibility of a future that beckons despite the momentary affliction. We must know that what others mean for evil, God uses for good. We must know that we must not be too hung up on the moment, but keep the total picture in view. In the long sweep of history, perhaps even after the death of Simon, the man whose cross he carried saved his family and gave them a purpose which defined their life for good. All became believers. His wife became a mother in the church and was acknowledged as such by the Apostle Paul. Simon therefore mainstreams the problem of the abuse of power and the making victims of people and puts it in a redemptive perspective. The killing of Jesus is portrayed as a miscarriage of justice with trumped up charges and false witnesses and religious and political leaders neglecting their responsibility, abusing their power and eventually killing him out of envy. They mocked him and corralled Simon of Cyrene, an innocent man passing by in the wee hours of the morning to carry the cross in a manner that was oppressive. This is a problem that is still with us today. We live in a world in which justice is not blind. There is one law for the poor and another law for the rich and powerful. We are quite comfortable making excuses for what we call the excesses of the police and of the military. We soon forget past atrocities and dull the safeguards so that history can repeat itself. On this Palm Sunday, going to church is forbidden in Jamaica. And those that are allowed to go in order to do so, the record are required, in order to do the recording, are required to have proof on their person that they have been given permission to do so. In other words, going to church during Holy Week has been criminalized. For the first time in our lives, we are required to interface with law enforcement in order to go to church. In this way, we have increased the chances of confrontation between the ordinary citizen and the police. We do not have good records of confrontation between citizens and police in this country. And by pretending that this is not so, we are leaving a space to cover the regular misdeeds of our security forces, as has been evident by how the security forces treat rioters that were white compared to how they treat 
Black Lives Matter protesters in the USA, we have been reminded that security forces operate with lenses based on class and on color and on race. They default to the heavy use of force, to oppressive behavior when they see the likes of Simon Cyrene coming. When others are around, they have they behave differently. This understanding, this is how it is. And this story calls attention to that fact. It requires us to sharpen our understanding of the reality faced by the marginal population, those coming in from the country at daybreak, the immigrants, the rural folks. It demands greater advocacy from us. The story reminds us that the victims are one of us. We have their children with us. They are not some stranger. If we say nothing when they are abused, who will speak when they come for us to abuse us and put a cross on us? Simon on the Via Dolorosa is a call for activism and action grounded in faith in the righteousness of God in Christ. It calls for a new solidarity from us with the victims of the abuse of power. Thirdly, Simon was doing what every Christian is called upon to do. We are called by Luke to take up our cross, deny ourselves and follow Jesus. Simon was going about his own business that morning. He traveled a long way and by now was tired, but he was forced, they forced him to carry the cross of Jesus behind Jesus. This is emblematic of what we are called upon to do as Christians. He made, he was made by force and oppression to carry the cross. We take up our own cross willingly. The cross is not the same as the kind of existential struggles and difficulties that we endure in our everyday lives. The cross is the means of death. It is the choice we take, we make, to place God and truth and right and goodness at the organizing center of our lives. It places God and truth and right and goodness. It is the risk we take in the name of God and Christ that puts our comfort, our safety at risk. It is the charges we take up that lead us to confront both Pilate and Caiaphas, the governor, the high priest, the powers in the name of what goodness, truth, and justice demand. In our world nowadays, there are real causes for truth, for goodness, for justice and righteousness on the scaffold that go up begging for the want of moral courage. A cross was a form of punishment reserved for only non-Roman citizens. Strangers, those who were unconnected to the sources and centers of power. It was slow death, it was torture. It was a torturous death in which they avoided puncturing any human organ in the body, 
but inflicted flesh wounds upon the person in a manner that would not kill them immediately, but would cause that person to suffer. It was execution by torture. The body was hoisted on this wooden pole and raised to the sky. There, the villain, as they thought about it, would hang suspended between earth and heaven, condemned by earth and unfit for heaven, a carrion of fowls and of the air and wild beasts. He was to suffocate under the weight of his own body until dehydrated he would die. This was the punishment that God, God's Son, our Lord Jesus Christ suffered voluntarily. No one made him. He chose it for your sake and mine. He showed up what the state of play and what the state of justice was like and leaves us with the prism to look upon it in our own world. His followers are not victims. They are volunteers who take on the struggle to challenge the system, willing to die for what is right and for their faith in God. They do not curry favor with political leaders and negotiate with them terms that are more favorable so that they avoid punishment or inconvenience. His followers are not power brokers who enjoy power by proximity to the source of power. They are cross bearers as Simon was carrying the cross behind Jesus. Legend has it that late in his life, the apostle Peter faced crucifixion and he escaped it and as he was getting away from those who would crucify him as he escaped he made out in the distant the figure of jesus walking toward him going the opposite way so peter called out to jesus in latin domine cover adis lord where are you going and jesus answered him and told Peter that he was going again to the cross to die for him all over again. At which point Peter turned around and went to the cross to die. This is the challenge for us in Jamaica in which the prime minister has canceled Holy Week, Palm Sunday, Good Friday and Easter Sunday in favor of COVID. Does that mean that we are relieved of the burden to carry the cross behind Jesus? Simon says no, a thousand times no. And we say we will gladly suffer for Christ's sake. We are not only willing to be imprisoned, but we are willing to die for Christ's sake. We will bear our cross in his name. Let us join Simon of Cyrene following Jesus on the Via Dolorosa. May God help us so to do in his name. Amen.